That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is To another episode <laughs> of Cheaty's Podcast. That's so creepy. Stop it with the mouth noises. No. No. I'm going to stop listening to this podcast if you make another mouth noise into this mic. Good if Lord. You, if you're not already asleep. <laughs> well, uh, you ventured into, this might be a nightmare. You might mm-hmm. be dreaming. And um, you've fallen into um, a catch-up episode of Cheaties Podcast. What the heck? Is this somebody's first uh, nightmare with Cheaties? Then what the heck have they gotten themselves into, Lace? Well, this is a podcast that you and I created 177 episodes ago, almost Mm -hmm. two years ago. Because, you know what? We had been cheated on. And we were sharing our stories. And yours was very recent. You were in the middle of it. And I was like, if two amazing people like ourselves have been cheated on there's got to be more out there and uh Mm -hmm. we started this podcast so what we do is every week we do two eps we do an ep with an interview and we listen to someone who's cheated or been cheated on and then we do this ep Catherine. this is a catch-up where we just talk about ourselves because early on in the pod that's all we knew how to do Correct. And then they were like, you should guys should move on to other people. Um, so this is a specific episode about us, but we're going to do a recap of uh, Monday slash Tuesday's guest interview episode. And mm-hmm. then we'll get into why we were MIA for a second. Yeah. And, and we'll catch up with all of your um, business. Yeah, let's do it. Well, since, weeks. Since, uh, since we have been MIA, as you mentioned, this has, this definitely... It almost feels new again, like even this morning when I was thinking about like getting back on stage again, which at this point has been weeks, and mm-hmm. just getting back into the pod and all that. It's uh, it's all about resetting my mind and getting back into a routine. Uh, it's very tough to do that when you take time off. A lot of us after the holidays, whether we dealt with personal stuff like what I was going through or you just traveled too much, you got too much, keeping routines is difficult. And that's why I'm going to, this is real cheesy, but I'm going to have to attach it to uh, to our sponsor, to Manscaped. They're here to help us. It was good. Was it good? Was it good? It was real good. I thought it was, but Manscaped is there to help us and our our men friends with their routines and getting them in check. We talk a lot about the trimmer they provide for the actual like hair removal, but they got more stuff than that, Catherine. What all do they have? Uh, they got a, what do they call it? It's a dock kit. That yeah. It's a free gift that they'll throw in with your purchase. Um, it's a shed travel bag that includes with it. This is huge. I actually wear these because they sent us a bag or Same. sent us a little gift thing. Um, anti-chafing boxer briefs. Yes. And let me tell you, I almost don't chafe as much anymore. <laughs> got long almost. lips. So almost look, don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost don't chafe at all. Anti-chafing. <laughs> Not shaving free, but that's that that wouldn't it wouldn't exist for me. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah, they'll throw in a free uh, travel bag 
and uh, anti-chafing boxers so that you, even if you're traveling, even if you're on the road, even if you're going to Hawaii to visit your mistress, you mm-hmm. can keep uh, your family jewels right and tight. Also, um, it, uh, new to their lineup, they've got a, well, it's, I love this, I love this, a crop preserver and a crop reviver. Mm-hmm. They're unique formulations that take care of the smelliest parts of his body and are a big boost to his confidence into the new year. You can throw those in your travel bag. Love that. You mentioned going to see a mistress in Hawaii. What I see it being used for is when you get caught cheating and you need to take your someone special to Hawaii. That's, that too. That too. That too. To make Correct. up for the mistakes that you yeah. have made. Or or you talked about dreaming earlier or the mistakes you made in her dream. Maybe you dream cheated mm. and now you owe her a trip to Hawaii. Yes. Uh, you talked about smelly parts of a man, and it's so true. If you go to any pharmacy, you go to the shelf, and there are a million products that women buy that are specialized for their hoo-ha areas. And we care so much about that area. We care so much about what everything smells like. We're all worried about it all the time. Dudes aren't, and they should be. I want to change that, and I want y'all to hit up Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, buy yourself some crop reviver, buy yourself some, uh, what was the other one called, Catherine? It's the crop maintenance. Uh, crop, I, get, I love this, crop preserver. preserver. Those are pesticides for your... <laughs> crops <laughs> for your man crops that yes. you need to escape all right so head to manscape.com use cheaties c-h-e-a-t-i-e-s you should know how to spell it because you go to this podcast every week twice a week hopefully and uh use cheaties to get 20 percent off any year order um and free shipping which is huge obviously like shipping sometimes is half the cost of what you buy online we all know this uh so yeah head to manscape.com who's a wonderful partner of our podcast we love them dearly uh since we are getting back into the routine it's been a minute since we've had to do a recap um yeah. are you ready are you ready for this recap of our guest ep we had earlier this week dude i am and i let me just say i have a feeling this isn't the end of this saga. Oh. Is it saga or saga? Is I say sa- Bob saga. <laughs> I like to say saga, but you know, to each their own. Saga. Okay. Saga. Okay, saga. Um, so if you haven't gone back and listened, you're going to have to catch up um, with Kirsten J. I don't think we said her last name. Kirsten J. Kirsten J. Interviewed. This week. Uh, she yes. found us because of a previous episode when we interviewed Carly Brianne, I think that was in season three. Mm-hmm. Um, episode 122 was yeah, Carly Brianne. And, you know, she uh, met a guy in Utah. He, he was decided to move down to Orlando to work at Disney World and said he wanted to marry her, but she needed to move to Orlando. She moved to Orlando for him. Long story short, after a while, she figures out uh, he has been dating multiple women on the side <laughs> this uh then kirsten comes to us and she's like i was one of those women we found 30 of them since then yeah. we um have all started a, a a group together um we've connected all the pieces so she tells her story of also being wait for it engaged to him at the same time was he engaged to carly or was teasing we, it we've tried to remember this i'm sure the listeners will remember but when y'all go back and listen to carly's i want to say it was something like that. If not an engagement, it was like a pre-engagement. But he yeah. was, we find out later through b- both Carly and Kirsten, he was engaged to multiple people in the same bullshit same way time. he does it. I don't want to give away, because if you haven't listened to those episodes, you've got to listen to 
122 and then 176, which is this most recent interview, because she, her, her story with him, there's a lot of similarities between her and Carly's, but then there were even more details in there that I was like, wow, this dude. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing was that Carly was very much um, saving herself from marriage. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest issues I think he made up after she caught him cheating was that you know, he was ready to have sex now, blah, 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 blah. Right. So that, that was his whole, that was his, um, that was his person with Carly. Yeah. And then we interviewed Kirsten and he was very much not a virgin at right. all. It's just, he's got a, with her. the thing, speaking of manscaped, this dude is ballsy. <laughs> I've never out of every story we've heard in these almost two years, yeah. I the fact that he can juggle. I mean, we got to give it to him. The dude loves acting. He 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 is a performer mm-hmm. at Disney World. Yes. And uh man, this he he knows he he knows how to play characters and and he keeps up somehow all of these different lies for each and every one of the women. How yeah. does he do it? So he's a genius. This was a mastermind move that we found out. So in Carly's episode, um she had made, or he was like, I can't wait to marry you. Yeah. And we figure out, and I remember we were making fun of him at the time. Mm-hmm. He had made a whole Pinterest page. Oh, yes. For their wedding. That's right. And was like, this is the colors we want. This is the decorations we want. And we, I remember we were both like. Spoiler, wait, spoiler. Dude, this is a spoiler. A dude, yep. Yeah. Yep. A dude made a Pinterest page. Yeah. For his, for his future wedding. Like, mm-hmm. that's not. Mm-mm. You, you, that's not, that's, that's not common. No. For a straight dude. No. Come to find out, mastermind. He he knows how to interweave um, all the relationships. Yeah, here it was Kirsten's Pinterest page that she made for their wedding <laughs> for that their he wedding. was they were also planning, <laughs> and then he just copied that and sent it to all his other fiancés. Yeah, I mean, I mean nuts. The balls, the balls on this dude. I mean, it's it's crazy. What, so, at what point? What if there was like a K and a like? monogram something in there like what was he, was he like oh that was just that's just an example well, think about it carly and kirsten both case yeah yeah good point yeah i wonder how many other ones had very similar if not it's like that one the when stephanie b when we interviewed her on the setting the bar low yeah and the he he would constantly make sure he found other stephanie's and melodies yes that's how that's wild. such a thin diagram or thin category of stephanie and melodies yeah um who can also be duped <laughs> who can also be duped <laughs> it's so true how do like, you there's do gotta it? be some there's gotta be some stephanie's and melodies out there that are like, uh-uh, like nah, not dog. today satan but nope. he found he found the um the 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 lambs mm-hmm. of the stephanie's the little, and melodies the lambs out there yeah, little little sacrificial lambs. Just, it's just I just, I know I say this all the time, but like I I can't like I, I don't I don't have time to bake chicken. No. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't have time to do the simplest shit in my day to day routine. But listen, like I, when when something when when you're passionate about something, you find time for it. Okay. Yes, you're right. And these these men all, are passionate. But all these men are not just dating all these women. They also have like their pilots, jobs, or, yeah, or yeah. a or a Disney character, yeah. Jabba the Hutt, or somebody like 
they they have so much going on. It, yeah. This is the truly the biggest mystery. I don't understand. But hey, my favorite thing you said though is what which is what's so true. This is not the end of it. I am desperately yeah. desperately waiting to hear from any of the other 30 We're that this dude them. came uh, that, that he came into their lives and duped them as well for sh- however short or long of a period of time, especially if you're engaged to this dude. Um, and also I'm, we yeah. made this promise in the last episode and I need to catch up with you to tell you I've taken a step. So we said in Kirsten's episode, we said, fuck it. We're going to go to Disney world. Yeah. Um, and we're going to find this dude. Cause we know he works there. I, I, I know because I have, we figured it out. We've, we know his name. We're not going to reveal his full name. Uh, we have his Facebook page and we know which, uh, ride at Disney world he's working on currently. This is genius. So let's go down there. I reached out to a booker, uh, to say, Hey, get me something in Orlando as soon as you can. Uh, I said, I don't, I don't have any specific dates. You just let me know. So I'm trying to book us some shows in Orlando. So we have an excuse so to go down smart. there and we're going to go down there and do some shows and we're going to go to Disney World. I'm so excited. This is our, I'm so excited. Dude, we got it. We got it. This is going to be, we're going to, we're going to IG live. Yeah. Just, oh, totally. Yeah. We need to do it like that show, like the, the show cheaters. Like when they come in and you know, yeah. just, hey, and he can't do anything because he's on the, he's on the clock and it's Disney magic. Is he going to stay in character? Is he going to be like, uh, no, I'm, um, what's his Whatever. character now? Do we know? I do know, um, but I'm not going to say it. Um, I'm, uh, I'm dopey. Dopey. Dopey don't have no girlfriends. Dopey <laughs> loves Snow White. Dope, Snow White's the one that has a lot of boyfriends. Seven to be exact. I'm dopey. I don't have any. Extra girl, extra fiancés. I'm just dopey. That's a I'm really so good dopey. dopey. That was dopey. a per- perfect dopey. It was really good. If I closed my eyes, it, I would have been like, "Wow, is that dopey?" Yeah, that was uh, that was real good, Catherine. Real dopey. good. I think you have a career at Disney World in dopey. the future. Yeah, you might yeah. not come back from our trip, so we will keep y'all updated on that. But uh, it is on my it is on my vision board for this year. Real yes. fucking psyched to do this. Um, okay, so we're going to do it, and we'll let people know. And please, 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 if you have any connection to this dude, go listen to those two episodes. You'll know who he is immediately if you know him. And, uh, yeah, call us. Tell us. We want more. We want more. Because you posted a top, what was it, top ten of our episodes that were listened to? Top in five. Tw- yeah. Top five in 2021. And, was, and Hers Disney, was number one. Disney Princess was number one. Yeah. So, yeah. Brands. go and uh, Go check it out. Disney Princess. Round two is episode 176. And I'm going to keep calling them that because it's easier to track it that way. So uh, mm. let's hope for more. I'm hoping for 30. Hoping for the yeah. magic number. Um, okay, so uh, we caught up with that. I guess we should catch up with me and what I've been going through uh, over the past few weeks. Because we took some time off, so we want to say thank you to the listeners for being super cool. And y'all sent a lot of really awesome messages for those of you who follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all that. Uh, the love has been uh, felt for sure. So thank you for that. Um, so new updates this morning, I have, right? I have some new updates as of this morning, which is great. So just to kind of fill people in, cause I don't know how much I'm going to, I'm going to be completely honest. My brain is total mush. I have mm-hmm. uh, like double, triple scheduled myself for certain times for people multiple times. Cause people go, Oh, are you free? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm free. And I forget that like a day before I had told other people that I was also free. I can't keep track of things. So I'm trying to get back into like normalcy right now. Mm-hmm. It has been completely upside down. So 
I think we talked about it a while back, but my dad had had uh, a tumor removed off of his kid off his kidney back in September. And that was as a result of back in July of 2021, he had severe back pain and mm. you know, doctors, they do what they got to do. They go in, they try to it's trial and error, right? You got to figure out all the different things. So all the scans, all that stuff, they found that tumor, got that tumor out in September and then the craziest thing. And then they said it wasn't cancerous or that it was, but it was like the lowest, 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 like they could barely even call it cancer and that it was completely contained, blah, blah, blah. We got rid of that. Then the craziest thing happened after is he very quickly stopped being able to use his legs and he was walking, but wobbling. He was holding onto walls and it just got worse and worse and worse from September on. He was in a lot of pain. In severe pain. That was the worst part. So his back, so from his like mid back down and you know, back pain is the most common problem with people. Like that's the most common problem uh, of Americans or probably everybody, but we all suffer from back pain at some point in our lives. So at first, you know, we didn't really think much of it, but after that surgery, it progressed and progressed and progressed and the back pain got worse and he wasn't walking. And then I saw him at Thanksgiving and he was, I mean, he's 57 years old and he went from walking like a 57 year old who's a manly man to looking like he was 90 years old walking. Yeah. And it was terrifying. And I told you, and I've been telling you and all this stuff. And the, and the doctors were saying it's just oh. surgery. Oh, right. That was the worst part is the doctors like, cause he's got a whole, you know, all these different doctors that he's been dealing with all since July. And they're like, oh yeah. Cause you were under for five and a half hours. So give yourself a week for every hour you were under and you're just wobbly and weak from that. Well, by the time Thanksgiving comes, I'm like, okay, well it's months now. This is insanity. This isn't like post anesthesia. There's something severely wrong. Long story short. Early December, I think, mid-December, they go back to his GP. They get insurance to cover an MRI on his back and his brain. Because, you know, if you're not using your legs, that's neurological, you know, at that point. And they find a tumor on his back, on his spine, and on his brain, they find a tumor. And, of course, you know, nothing's been normal since that moment. Like, since we found out there was a tumor there. First doctor, the GP is like, it looks like this this type of tumor. They look benign, but we don't know till we get in. But blah blah blah, because it was just so confusing. The whole thing's been because the kidney cancer was not spread. Mm-hmm. Am I going into too much detail? I feel like I'm no. just like, no. I mean, this is yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. There's, whatever there's, you're oh. comfortable with, but yeah, yeah. I, also, I mean, not not specifically to your case, but I mean, I know a lot of people can relate. Yeah. To having, you know, fam- dealing with terrifying, sudden um, yeah, and the, medical that, situations. I, yeah. And the sudden. And it's not, it's just, it's, I, like we've talked, like it's, it's nothing um, you can prepare for. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying and there's no, it, it's, it's confusing. Yeah. And um, bewildering. And, and I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. It's been shocking too I think that's been the biggest thing because we didn't have like any kind of history of cancer or anything on that side of the family and my dad's not a smoker not a heavy drinker not any of that ever never has been didn't work in a factory or anything you know what I mean like 
the things that you would think people would be exposed to to end up with like tumors in their body. You're like, yeah, you did forget those 32 years in the coal mine, though. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot that. Yeah. Oh, and by coal mine, I mean raising my sister and I. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes, that yes, was that, like being in a coal mine. That, yeah, because when, yeah, yeah, when he would have, yeah, because when he would come home, yeah, because he would come home and have to like send a, a parakeet into the house first, and if Correct. it if it didn't come back and if it died in there, he knew it wasn't safe yeah. to come home. Correct. Uh, you yeah. can't go into, and the, it never came mm-hmm. out, and it never came out <laughs> every time. Yeah. Every time, mm-hmm. canary, canary in a coal mine. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You send a tiny bird in there. If it comes back, you're safe. If it doesn't yeah. come back, don't go in. Don't go yeah. in. Uh, but no, he... Someone's on their period. Yeah. <laughs> and spoiler alert, it's all three. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's mama and both yeah. daughters. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, it's just been insane since then. He got scheduled for his surgery to deal with the tumor on his back first. And, or no, not scheduled for it. This is where everything went nuts, like two and a half weeks ago. This is when it like... This is when everything got crazy because it was already crazy beforehand and I wasn't sleeping well. I've been just a wreck. I mean, the whole family mm-hmm. has been because we it's all unknowing. Like you just don't know the next thing. And it's that waiting period in between that I think is the fucking one of the worst parts. Because mm-hmm. uh, at least when you know, you can do something about it. And you can make steps. But so he came, him and mama, they live in South Georgia, so they're not close by. So it's always a several hour drive and they come up here for they planned for two days. They had their bags packed. He had an appointment with the neurologist to go over the MRIs from December. And the doctor admitted him to the hospital immediately that day. You and I were supposed to record an episode that morning. And I'm sitting there about to record an episode and getting ready to record. I'm making breakfast and all that. I know mom and daddy are going to the appointment. And I get a call from uh, my mother panicked. Like, and I'm like, what, what, what's, ha- what, what's going on? And she's like, they're admitting your dad right now, right now. And I was like, holy shit, this is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Fast forward through most of it without all the more, any more detailed details. So we didn't know what we're dealing with. They brought oncology team in anyway, just because they weren't sure, even though the first doctor was like, it's probably benign. By Wednesday, he was under the knife. They put 32 stitches in his back. It was like a three hour, um, surgery where they removed a tumor and I had posted on social media to try to update people as we were getting information. We got the wrong information from a nurse. One of the nurses had explained to us and said it was the size of a baseball. So she did her fingers like this. So for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, you can see um, what I'm doing. But those of you listening, I'm like putting my index fingers and thumbs together. And she described it. She goes, it was this big. And we were like, what? Huge. Huge. Right. And so we're like, a baseball like how did we not see that how do we not you know what the hell because it was wrapped around a spinal cord fast forward a few days later when i'll get into that why we had we found out more it's the size of a sharpie more like it not any better but it was long and tubular yeah and not okay. big and circle so long okay. and tubular a wrap but still wrapped around a spinal cord and it had changed in size from the first time he had had an mri till the surgery like, and it was pressing down, and that's why he was losing feeling in his legs. Okay, terrifying. Um, horrifying. Well, either way, it doesn't matter what shape it was, but I had put baseball because that's what we were told. But then, you know how things yeah. go. You just, you update as you can go. You don't yeah. really have all the information. So many people were interested, and I could not respond to texts. Like, I, I just couldn't. People were texting, 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 which I appreciate it. But, like, when you're you're paralyzed, like, I hate to use the word paralyzed because my dad was almost paralyzed, but I, phys- like, mentally was just, like, does does not function all all i could do was just 
because my mom, my sister and I would take off and be at the hospital different nights and we would sleep on this hard chair. And then when you're in the hospital with someone who's that sick and that's going through that kind of surgery, you're up every like 30 seconds, like not 30 seconds, 30 minutes, you're doing something, you're moving something, you're grabbing something for them, you're unplugging him here and you're plugging him here. And he had these leg things on, I had to constantly move. And then there's the IV starts beeping and then the this and that and this. You don't, you don't, you're only, your body is functioning as uh, service. Like that's it. You're like, yeah. Okay, I'll hand you this. I'll get you this. What do you need? I need you need ice. You need this. So people kept texting. So I kept putting up updates up, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure what the real you know answers were. So uh, I sound like I'm all over the place. So we had that surgery. They discharged him two days later. He comes to my house to recover, and he's there for a day and two days. And by the second day, he's stumbling again, and I see him almost fall. And I'm like, this is not good. I don't like this at all. And I'm not saying anything and I'm watching him and I'm trying to help him. And I'm like, okay, so there's, he's in the pain from recovery, but this is also weird. Why is his leg not working again? Well, at one point he sits down in the living room and thank God for this conversation. Thank God. He sits there. He's with my sister and I, oh, by the way, my mom got COVID in the middle of the whole thing. And so mm-hmm. she's quarantined to my back room. My dad's recovering in the living room in the recliner. I'm letting switch off between my bed and the recliner. My mom is quarantined because the bitch has COVID. All right. Hate to call my mom a bitch, but I'm like, really? In all of this, mama, this is when you decided to get COVID? Like, come on. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, good Lord, of course. And she's pissed too. You know, she's like, are you serious right now? Like, this is the worst timing. So she's pissed that she's, you know, can't do anything and she's stuck back here. And then it's just a mess. It's a freaking mess. And thank God my sister was in town. We're all helping. But my daddy sits there on Sunday night. And he goes, my left leg is numb. Something's, he said, it's not, it it feels like it did before. Something's, he goes, something's wrong. And the second he said that, I was like, oh, I don't like that at all. But thank God he said something. I was calm about it. I got up. I like did something in the the kitchen, moved some dishes around. And then I snuck down the hallway, came into mama's quarantine room. And through masks, I explained to her what he just said. Next thing I know, she gets on the phone with his doctor's office who was on call over the weekend. It's like eight o'clock at night. She calls him. He goes, get him in the hospital right this second. And mom is like, but it's like, there's black ice outside. It's that night that it snowed. Yeah. And she's like, well, tonight or in the morning or like, what do you, you know, what do you mean? He goes right now. I don't care if you have to call an ambulance, get him into the hospital right now. Within three and a half hours, he had called the whole neurology team back in on a Sunday night at 12.30 midnight. They had him back under anesthesia and back on the table, and they were doing emergency surgery to open back up his wound to get out a blood clot. A blood mm-hmm. clot had happened in the incision, and that's what was causing that. There was also a little bit of tumor left, too, because this is a really complicated thing. It's not like what we picture. It's not like this big, easy thing to deal with. So a little piece had gotten left, and then that, holy shit. And then the next 48 hours that ensued, I was with Daddy at the hospital the whole time. Um, After that emergency night, my sister was with him then, and that was awful. And uh, then I was with him the next 48 hours, and he had a muscle, a severe muscle spasm that happened from that. So in the worst pain of his life, the nurses couldn't do anything. We had to wait, like, 30 hours until the doctor could come back in to, like, approve some harder drugs for him. So I had to sit through him like crying and shaking and most horrifying, uh, experience of my whole life and my dad's and my mom's and sisters and everybody's. Um, but y'all fast forward. Sorry. Once again, I know it's too much. I'm rambling, but it's hard not to give details. 
Uh, he got to, he got discharged again, came back home feeling great. I finally was able to drive him back to his house. We sent mama, thank God they have a couple different places that they own. She went to stay at the other apartment in South Georgia. I moved him to middle Georgia to another condo that they have. And, uh, he's been great. He's been awesome. He's been sleeping much better. He's back to like playing his computer games and doing all that stuff. I had a bunch of groceries delivered to him. Um, and thank God you, Catherine, and a bunch of my Laugh Lab family and other friends and stuff all got together and just made this past hellacious two weeks a lot easier with, because people always ask, what can I do? Best thing you could do is just not ask and just do something yeah. because I don't yeah. know what to say. When people say, what can you do? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, make my dad. Drugs and yeah. Yeah. And make my dad not have tumors. I don't know. Like, what yeah. do you want me to say? I don't know what to do, but yeah, the one thing we have to have is food and yeah. drugs. I mean, honestly, yes. like one of my friends went in the middle of the night, she went and got us some gummies. Um, and she dropped them off my mailbox in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and then texts me the next morning and goes, check your mailbox. And I was like, that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like, and you delivered some amazing food. These aren't a sponsor or anything, yeah. but I want to shout out the, that company casseroles, um, casseroles and Midtown, Virginia Highlands. Yeah. Dude, that food, absolutely incredible food. It's pre-done. It's like pre-cooked. You just put it. It's got instructions yeah. on the top. It's meals. You put it in the oven. You heat it for like an hour. Um, I was able to feed people with that. A bunch of Laugh Labbers and then other friends got together and they straight up either Venmoed or sent me Uber Eats gift cards or Instacart gift cards. That was the greatest thing that could have ever happened because just one less thing to worry about and you have to eat. So mm-hmm. thank God. Thank God for y'all. Um so that was great. And I was able to send daddy home with food, have food delivered to him after he was there. He texted us all this morning, the whole family text. And he's like, had an amazing night of sleep last night. We're all like, oh my God, this is great. He said, he's feeling much better. And then get this. And this is not final by any means. But then an hour after that text, mama calls and puts us all on the phone, which I hate when they do that because they're like okay we're adding in lauren okay we're adding in and i'm like what is going on don't do give me a freaking warning text before we do this because that's what happened the day that he went into the hospital first i'm like i'm adding everybody in okay your daddy's getting admitted i'm like oh my god long story short when he was in the hospital they had like taken a piece of the tumor off and sent it off to pathology and got back and said it's most likely renal cell carcinoma and because yeah. it's in his brain, too, that it's uh, stage four, because anything that's in the brain is automatically stage four, blah, blah, blah. Well, mm-hmm. the full pathology, that was just like the initial response, right? That we got. Guestimation. Guestimation. Today, we found out that the head nurse at the neurology office called mama, or they were talking, and she was like, we haven't gotten the full, full pathology report yet, but everything is pointing to these tumors are benign. Thank God. Thank God. Can you believe that? That's crazy yeah. talk. Like how? So I don't have any other. That's it. That's the last amount of information that yeah. I have. That was today. And he's got an appointment set up for like next week or something. He comes back up here to Atlanta again and meets with the team again and all that. And we'll know way, way more. But right this second, everything is pointing to the fact that these are benign. Thank God. So it was really more just the pressure it was putting on the spine. It was wrapping around his spine. Yeah. And if it would have kept growing and not been removed, it would have paralyzed him. I mean, you can't yeah. have a tumor wrapped around your spine. Yeah. But where the hell oh does it God. come from? Like, what? 
how does this happen? How is there one on his brain? What, what, I can't, none of this makes sense. It it never does. Nothing makes sense. just, cancer is literally, to me, cancer is like black matter. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I mean, sometimes cancer is like, oh, well, it might have been the smoking for 72 years. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes cancer is just, it's Shit. just a fucking, like, sent from hell. And Literally, no, sent from hell. There's no explanation. It and and I don't know what these are. I don't know what they're from. I don't know if they are, if, if they are benign or if they are a type of cancer or what they are, or how they're there, or where the fuck they came from. Like, all I know is this has been the most terrifying I mean, literally since his pain started in July and then once he started stumbling around and after that first surgery, like this has been the most terrifying several months of my life and his, I mean, his first, obviously him and mama first, but just also the unknowing. Yeah. Yeah. And then being tossed around for two weeks and then being told the word stage four and then this, that, and and it's like, now they're like, well, maybe not. And we're like, what the hell? Yeah. Talk about like fucking worst case scenario to get you prepared and then tell you later it might not be i mean i don't know what to think and we could still find out it is you know we still don't know but like and then a baseball size no sharpie size no it's stage four no it's benign no it's this no it's that all i know is that my dad had a good night of sleep he's eating good Mm -hmm. he's walking great that's the most important thing yeah and you just take it day by day that's all that's all I can do. We, yeah. Yeah. And there's just, it's, and you have to like give your, I, I've always felt like give yourself grace yeah. and don't beat yourself up in this time because it's all terrifying and it's a lot to process and it's nothing that you just, it's, it's not a quick, it's not a quick uh problem solution. No. Done with in a day kind of thing. No. And um you take it day by day, you process it day by day. Um I mean like right this second I can talk about it without like crying yeah profusely, but like there were multiple days where I just like couldn't create yeah. words. <laughs> you yeah. know? So it's like it's just wild. This whole thing has just been Man, I don't know, but they, I think I know you don't like mushy shit. But I'm gonna have to say, thank God for you, uh, because you've you've Go definitely on. listened to me. <laughs> Shut up. Just just you've been a great ear for me to just bitch and explain and just try to get words out that I didn't know what I was processing, and I'm still obviously processing everything by minute by minute, really. But yeah, oh man, d- yeah. Whew. But you, I mean, it could be six from, months from now, and every, I mean, he could be a healthy guy. Do they know if he's going to go through radiation? If it's so now we benign? don't don't know. We don't know. Literally, don't yeah. know. We'll know more next week. That's why the whole thing, like every second, is new information or more, more less information. Even you know, it's like yeah. once they they say one thing, and then you're preparing your brain and preparing your loved ones for like, okay, radiation's going to start. And then the next thing you know, it's like, well, might not need radiation. Yeah. But you might, I mean, you do have a tumor on your brain. So what, like, (laughs) it's just, it's fucking, I feel crazy. I feel crazy. And I'm not even the one dealing with it. Like I know my dad has like just been, but yeah, I've, let me tell you something. I'm closer though 
to my dad than I've ever been in my life. I was going to say, it's going to change. Oh my you, God. You're, you as a person and your outlook on the world and your relationships will all be different on the other so side. Different. It'll be different two years from now after you've processed everything and you've gone through everything. They'll, so, um, and I, I sometimes I think, I mean, not, not that, I mean, there's this, it, this is nothing I would ever wish on anybody. It's, no. it's a, it's a hell. God, no. Every Absolute day. hell. It, it was a hell. Um, I, I would yeah. 100% say we've been living through hell as a family. Or very much so. Weeks, um, yeah. But, you know, um, it does help you appreciate things. Oh, my God, yes. Once you get on the other side. In a completely different way. Like, every little thing is so different. Everything's yeah. so different. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know how to, like... It's so hard to put into words. And that's another thing I need to start doing is and it, that kind of hit me too harder this past couple of weeks was like, all right, I got to start writing again and not just writing comedy, but just writing, just writing, writing down thoughts and stuff. Cause I stopped doing a journal a long, long time ago. Um, but this ties it back to the podcast. I stopped doing, I stopped journaling back when I was in my last relationship, my really bad relationship yeah. that ended up in, you know, the way it did and with him, me catching him cheating, but I knew he was cheating more. And it, and I stopped because what I did one day is every time I looked back to see what I was writing, it was all the same shit over and over and over. And I was like, well, now I just feel dumb because I just keep writing about the same problems I'm having in this relationship and they're never changing and I'm still reacting the same way and he's still doing the same shit and we're still together. I'm just going to stop writing it down because it was harder to like look back and go, oh, nothing's changed. So I stopped journaling like that long ago. I mean, probably like 14-ish years ago I stopped total. Yeah. So. Just get those morning pages out. I know. I got them right here. I've got my, I've got my artist way book. I've got all of it. And now it's like going through all of this. It's like, okay, this is, this is different. This is a different than just like, I've got a new goal for this month. I'm going to make TikToks Mm -hmm. and I'm going to, it's just like, no, wait a second. I think these things need to be documented. So, and I'm going to take the stress off myself of writing, just having to write to like get a bit out. And then just writing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, I know you write like, a lot. That's why I say that. Yeah. It feels good just to process your emotions into words instead of just being like, yeah, I'm stressed out and I'm just going to push it back there and deal with this other yeah. day-to-day activity and everything's fine. <laughs> that's what I've been but, living my life. You just described my life. That's. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. just distract myself and I just live from one distraction to the next. And I have been for years, really. And, um, yeah, I gotta start, I gotta start doing something. But give yourself grace and just know that this is a very tumultuous time and you don't have to, I mean, you know, you don't have to nail down writing every day and yeah, getting back to on stage and killing it and da 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 Like, if it makes you feel better to do it at some points, do it. And if you need to take a break for a week, you take a break for a week and because it's a lot to go through. Yeah. And you don't, like, yeah, it's just... <gasps> but it all, all feels different. And like you said, it's changed in like my, I feel like my relationship, even like with the like comedy and everything else, just when I think about it, it all feels different It all. Like yeah. I'm thinking of things in a completely different way than I was before. Um, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's next? But anyway, that's the information now. Thank you for letting me get all of that out. And uh, listeners, thanks for letting me get that off my chest. Just re-explaining it is helps me process it a little bit more. So that's cool. Um. Well, do we want to get into a cheating story? Yes, we do. Um, Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. I think so. I think this is probably a good transition because we just talked about a bunch of medical stuff. This next story involves a doctor. I don't know if you've seen this, Catherine. Some of the listeners probably have. I did not catch it. I did not find it until recently. It's on Hulu had it on and it's uh, it was a TLC show. And they did three episodes. They did one season with three episodes called Taken at Birth. Um, I just saw something. What what was the doctor? What was the clinic called? Okay, so it's called the Hicks Clinic. Yes, the doctor. Doctor Hicks. Kevin. Kevin was was watching it. Okay. The lady has blonde hair in it. The There's main a lady one lady. The yep, the one, yeah. the main lady who's like organizing the whole thing. Okay, this all mm-hmm. ties but in. I, this okay. is a cheating story beyond, like purport. Like, I don't even know how to. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna try to like. Uh, I just did a whole long thing, so I'll do a quick thing. Okay. McKaysville, Georgia. It's on the border of Tennessee and Georgia. Okay. It's it's in the 50s and 60s. This doctor, Dr. Hicks, um, and it ties into cheating, I promise. Let me, let me explain. He started, so he was running an illegal abortion clinic, all right? And what he would do, he would do three, there were several things he was doing that were crazy fucked up. So he would have these women come in, and he would either tell them they were getting an abortion and then induce them like if they were far enough along, he would induce them, put them under, induce them, steal their babies, and was selling babies outside the back of the Wait, clinic to couples tell, who wanted to adopt. Telling them they were having an abortion? Telling them they were having an abortion. Because they wanted an abortion. They, want, they were coming there for an abortion. So some but of I guess them... It was, I guess it was like later term. It, was, it would have been later term for a lot of these women. Um, now, but here's here's how. Okay, so that was a couple of them. That wasn't mostly. So what he ended up I, okay, doing. Okay, this is going to be really insensitive, but that's kind of a uh, best case scenario, though, right? No, not at all. No, listen. No, no, not, no, at, not all. at all. Not no. at all. Okay. A lot of those like unknown amounts of babies were forced out and died anyway, and died in the arms of like these people who were coming oh, to adopt disgusting. a child. Yeah, because these babies were okay. being born way too early. So yeah. a lot of them weren't. So some of them were that situation. Okay, that wasn't the majority, though. The majority of the situation was women would come to him and say they want an abortion. He would talk them into keeping their because ba- carrying their babies full term. Yeah. And he would have them stay either nearby in this hotel, in this small town, or put them up in the clinic for a couple nights or whatever, or weeks, depending. So he would have these, uh, he would have these women stay there, talk them into staying, and then he would do the same thing. He would induce them still early. He wouldn't, no, none of these women were having, were, were caring to 40 weeks. And back in the fifties and sixties, there wasn't the kind of like care for preemies that, that you're, that you need. So he was inducing these women against their will. Like he would put them under and go, oh, there's a problem. There's a complication or there's a whatever. He would put these women under, he would deliver these babies early. They'd be tiny, like four or five pounds. Then he would tell the babies would be live birth after he's told these women to carry their babies. Okay. He's talked them out of getting rid of their babies. He's talked them into keeping the babies. He would uh, induce them early, then tell the women that the kids died. I remember that because I remember one woman being like, I heard my baby cry. I heard my baby cry. Yeah, she was still in twilight sleep and she heard, and she goes, I heard it. He goes, No, you didn't. That's just, you're, you're, you're just, you know, you're crazy. And yeah. then he was selling these babies out of the back door for a thousand bucks a piece to couples in other other states. So there's 200 proven 
people because what he would do is if the babies made it home alive, so he would tell the couples, the couples would call, they'd find out from a friend, whatever, they'd find out the situation. They'd be like, okay, cool, because it was hard to get a baby. It was hard to adopt a baby. If you if you were divorced or if you um, didn't own a home, you couldn't adopt a baby back then. So all these couples were desperate for babies. They'd find out other people who got these babies, and they're like, how are you getting these babies? So they'd call. He said the deal was you have to arrive within 12 hours. You show up to the back door, bring a pillow to put the baby on, hand and he, they would hand him $1,000. He would hand them a baby with blood on it, like, fresh out after and then the women would come to he would lie to them tell them their babies were dead he had he had most of the women sign a death certificate for their own baby then he would give a baby to this couple he would forge a birth certificate put the new couple's name on the birth certificate but put his clinic on it and then mail a new birth certificate to that family if the baby made it home safely how would the baby live so a lot of them didn't, and they don't have any proof or record because he didn't record any of this. But here's the craziest of all. Of it. All right, all of it's fucked up. All of it's so fucked up. And yes, are there a bunch of babies that are alive that whatever? I don't think that it's a good thing at all because most of those women he talked into keeping their kids, those women were told their babies died. Then the babies were raised without ever knowing who their and with no way of finding out who their original parents were because there was no connection. Between yeah. the new parents and the old parents, right? And so they were taken against their will. They were stolen. They never got to know their identities. They never got to know anything about their lives. Um, and a lot of them were cover-ups for um, affairs for the prominent men in that county and surrounding counties. What? Including his. So all these. So he had a baby with a housekeeper. He was known for sleeping around, so he cheated on his wife constantly. He impregnated a whole bunch of women. Not, there's no telling how many. His son ended up not being able to marry, not being able to, uh, his wife, his son's wife wasn't able to have kids. So one of the first babies that were stolen were given to his son. But it was really his son? It wasn't his son. They thought it was. That's all part of the thing. you got to watch oh. it. But one of the first babies was like one that they took stole and then like gave to his son and his son slept around on his wife all the time and he got other people pregnant the mayor in town one of the babies they come to find out she's in her like 50s whatever 60s and come to find out she was the mayor's mistress's kid and so this doctor was like did you fuck up did you get your mistress pregnant i'll take care of it you bring them over here I'll quietly get rid of the baby. You'll, there'll be no trace. You'll never have to hear from it again. So these right. mistresses were having, not only were they getting knocked up by these powerful, prominent men, just like, then they had their baby stole, straight up stolen from them and sold on the black market. But they did not want to keep the baby in the first place. Yeah, most of them were going there to not keep. Now, some of them did go there because they thought it was a clinic where they were going to have a baby. And they're, like, coming from small, poor towns, and they don't have anywhere else to go. Or maybe they don't have insurance or whatever the situation yeah. was back then. Or I, I don't know, you know, or maybe didn't have access. And were told by a friend, if you go have a baby, or you if you want to give up a baby, you can go do this. Or if you want to get an abortion, you can do this. Like, the, the name of this clinic was getting around word of mouth for one way or the other. But a lot of these women, the mistresses and stuff, were forced into going there. 
Yeah, because you could just be like, carry to term. I know, I know a family that would want your baby. Yep. Give this baby up for adoption. There was a lot of women who wanted their babies. Who were told that their babies died at birth. So whatever, whichever way you want to look, because trust me, I sat there with like, all all thoughts went through my head watching this stuff. And I'm like, because at first you're like, well, I guess that's the best case. Like you said, best case scenario, I guess, for some of these, like woman doesn't have to know the difference. Baby gets a life. Sounds great. You know, family gets a baby, family gets a baby. And some of these situations, and then a lot of these parents had no idea. They're being told that these women are in peril and are giving up their babies. So these families are driving off with a new baby going, well, I don't care how this happened. If we get this baby home safe, we're happy we've got a baby and we just saved a life. That's what these parents are thinking. They don't know, but that dude, the doctor knew exactly what he was doing. Dude, I I just remember she went back to the town and was asking questions, and everyone was like, "We don't talk about Doctor Hicks. We don't, we don't. talk about the clinic." We well, and a lot of people about- thinks it's a good thing, and a lot of people were like, "He was doing a good thing," so we don't bring it up. We don't talk shit about him. Dude, that's nuts. What I mean, there's there's it's not black and white. It no, not at all. There's no black and white to this. It's so crazy because. Now, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying some of it is. Maybe some of the situations uh, it was the best case. Some of case. it's a little Robin Hoody. Some of it. Does that kind of make sense? But not really. No, no, not really. Dude, that's nuts. But also just the this, the, the, the danger. Part of it. The sleaziest yeah. part is that you're covering up the mistresses. A lot of affairs. Mm-hmm. So these dudes' wives Shh. didn't have to find out about it. Yeah, I don't, that's nuts. That's wild. And then that got around of like, did you get your, you get your housekeeper in trouble? Come on down to Hicks Clinic. It's so, there's no black Could and white. Could it still happen today? That situation? Yeah. I don't, I mean. In a small town? I mean, in a big town, probably. I mean, you could totally, yeah, if you were luring in you know, young, mm-hmm. young, uneducated, impoverished, you know, whatever the situation, desperate, any, any type of woman who would fit that category, you know, lure them in yeah. and then t- talk them into carrying their babies to term who were scared or whatever, or didn't know where to go. Yeah. You could lie to them and tell them their babies weren't born. So they're still birth, still birth. That's the horrible, that's the most horrible part of all of it is because then these people had their real family they were stolen from. And then this one guy is the saddest situation. It was like the family he was adopted into hated him and treated him like shit. And he had a Why horrible, are you adopting a kid then? They still don't know the, the reason. Everybody's dead now. And he was like, he just passed away too, unfortunately, like last month. But because um, you know me, I get online and Google everything. And I'm like, yeah. what happened to all these people? And, uh, but that was the saddest thing was his story. He was hated his whole life and never felt it, never fit in and all this and felt alone. And then, then when this lady was, who was one of the Hicks babies started organizing everybody and trying to get answers, she finally was able to track down through like ancestry and genealogy and like find matches and found his half sister. And so he, then he was able to find out who his birth mother was. And her name and all that. And then he was able to, like, for the last, like, three years of his life, he was able to finally have family. Yeah. Dang, dude. That is nuts. 
Yeah. That is crazy. <gasps> crazy. There, I know. Yeah. And it's so hard because so many like different, you said, there's no um, there's no I mean not right and right. I just you know, maybe there were some fairy tale situations out of that too. Totally. You know what I mean? I know. It's that's why I'm saying it's so complicated. It's not it is not black and white by any means whatsoever. And it's almost like, eh, you know, no harm, no foul. They didn't want, you know, they got they got pregnant and they didn't want the baby and but hey, now they don't have to know that their baby's out there. But then a lot of those women too are like, "Well, wait a second. You told me yeah, you don't want to be lied to about then you're being lied to about you have out there all exactly and then they might have changed their mind about it and a lot of these people in those situations were young super young one was 13 oh that's so cringy she's got to still be alive no she died unfortunately she died in like the early 2000s from something yeah okay so what is that on so it's Hulu streaming it, and it was a TLC show. But man, okay. that, last time the the season ended in like 2019, and then there's like not another update of the thing, and I'm like going freaking nuts over here needing to know more info. Yeah. Because there's been way more, because there was 200 confirmed Hicks babies, but there's no telling how many died and didn't make it, and then there's no telling, you know, what else is out there. And also yeah. apparently there was like another, like one of his – like a son-in-law or something went off to Chattanooga and maybe did the same thing. And like you said, Dude, is it still no. going on and where all is it going on? And it's probably happening all over the world. Just like a little baby black market or something. Black that's market. Nuts. Yeah. That's what they kept calling it. Baby. Yeah. Black market babies. Black market babies. But then people would be like, there's still people around who were like, I don't think it's wrong. I think what he did was good. But he didn't. It wasn't all good. So yeah, crazy, right? Nuts. So you talk yes. about cheating. Talk about cheating and lies and all yeah. that. And then the actual affairs it was covering up. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no solid way to feel about that story in any way whatsoever. But to hear the yeah. grown people saying, my life was stolen from me and my identity was stolen from me and my family was stolen from me. That is where it like, that's where you're like, oh, fuck this dude. This dude's evil. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. To not know. And ultimately, he's profiting off of all of this. You know what I mean? $1,000. And he would say that, you know, the money's going to help the women. Well, a couple of the women they were able to track down, and they were like, uh, he gave me $20 and said, go buy yourself a pretty dress. Ooh, 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 ooh. Right? Gross. So no, he's like, yeah, the thousand dollars is for the care of the women and the moms and the these women who are giving up their babies. Like, this is for them to go, blah blah blah. And he would hand them twenty bucks. No, no, buy, buy a pretty guy. dress. Fuck that so, guy. for people to be like, he didn't profit from it. Yeah, he freaking. Did. He also like yeah, owned a ton of buildings and a ton of houses and was a landlord in town and he owned multiple businesses. And so this dude wasn't. Ew. He wasn't innocent by any means. How did he die? I want to know. Cancer. I hope it was- in the 70s he died at oh, 83 oh dang he was out he was around Ooh, so he was like ooh, he was like 70 he was in his 60s and 70s doing this yep ew yep ew and knocking okay, up gross. women yeah knocking up women in the 70s yeah and then and then shelling them off for a thousand dollars yep ew yep uh-uh. right that's what I'm okay. saying. Like, and even if there could be some good stories from it and people who were raised by good families, like, 
I don't know, dude. You're still, that's still so screwed up. Yeah. I don't okay, know. Okay, so, yeah. All right. Um, Hulu, so anyway, TLC. That's the cheating story. <laughs> that's the cheating yeah. story brought yeah. to the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Phenomenal. Uh, um, okay. I mean, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere that. to go from there. No. We'll yeah. just have to save any other ones for next week. Because. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. Watch it. Taking it birth. Taking it birth. Check Taking it out. Taking it birth. Yeah. All yeah. right. Okay. I got to go watch Hulu now. Um, <laughs> we got to sign off. Um, we've got um, a fun guest for next episode. We yes. found her on TikTok. Yes. Um, probably. We have an interview. Who knows? If It might be somebody else. But um, regardless, we'll have a fun new uh, episode for you coming on Monday slash Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And, Monday. Monday's um, the goal. Back, I'm, I'm trying to get back. Things are, like I said, I feel like I'm mush right now. My brain and my life and my routine is all screwed up, but I'm getting it together, working on it. Um, hopefully I'll be a little sharper and, uh, you know, have my shit together by next week and all that. But we're excited. We've also got more sponsors coming too. We have some more sponsors. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sign yeah, yeah. in with the pot, sign up with us. So, uh, things are, things are happening. There were balls rolling. Things are going. Y'all please keep calling in with your cheating stories. 888-STABBY-8. Uh, that's 888. Oh shoot. I forgot it. 782-2298. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, so keep calling in with your stories. Keep tagging us. This is how we've gotten a lot of these guests. Keep tagging us Mm -hmm. in those TikToks or Instagram posts or anything you find where there's like someone telling a cheating story, hit us, tag us, let us know either individually or the app Chigi's podcast. Um, and keep leaving us reviews. We haven't had a new one in a while and now it's a new year and we need some more reviews. So it's getting awkward. It's getting really weird. I really feel awkward asking for it, but could you please just leave us a review on iTunes? That'd be great. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Other than that, we love each and every one of y'all. Thanks for being uh, patient while we're going through some shit and we love you. That's it. Stay tabby. Stay stabby. I had to get it out. Or tabby. Tab tabby. Stay tabby. Tab tabby. tabby. Uh, we love you. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.